Canada's Farm Show goes virtual this year, June 16th and 17th. Glendalee Allen Wasser had an opportunity to talk with show host Sherilyn Jolly Nagel. Sherilyn, uh, let's start by talking about how producers can register for this year's event. As we said, it's virtual for the first time. After 43 years of the farm show, you know, I, I, I know for me anyways, it was something I did every June. My birthday happens to be right around Farm Progress Show. So I have spent many a birthday on the grounds at Farm Progress Show. But after all that happened uh, last year and having to cancel the show, they are moving forward with a, a really fantastic virtual program. Uh, with the goal to invite everybody back on the grounds next year. But I am quite excited as host of Canada's virtual farm show uh, to talk about the two days that are coming up here. So June 16th and 17th, registration is available at canadasfarmshow.com. Registration is absolutely free and the program will be available on demand. So people's schedules are busy, farm progress show, Back in the day, it was always right around spraying season, so everybody had kind of a last-minute schedule. So on-demand is, is how we roll now. You'll be able to go on and check out the certain panels or speakers or areas of events that you'd like to check out and do that at your at your convenience, whether that's in the field or on your phone somewhere at a ball game or at home in the office. So we're trying to make it as convenient as possible for everybody to, to register You can do that online. Also, I'm looking in front of me at the official program that just came in the mail for Canada's Farm Show. There is a barcode right on the front page, so you can scan your phone over top of the barcode as well and register pretty easily. Now, as we said, Canada's Farm Show runs June 16th and 17th, Wednesday and Thursday next week. Each day has a theme. Yes, June 16th, the first day. The theme is around innovation and the state of the industry. So this is just a a wonderful day full of programming that talks about where we are today. So we have a a president's panel. and So the presidents of various companies, I think there's four or five companies there that will talk about what it's like for them in agriculture today. So there's a number of key speakers. But one of my favorite parts of day one, with the innovations and state of the industry is the pioneers panel. I'm a big history buff. I love to talk about days gone by the good old days, if you will. And I had an opportunity to moderate the pioneers panel where we talked a little bit about uh, what agriculture used to be and also what, you know, the farm progress show used to be and did a little bit of comparison about what the farm progress show was like and what Canada's farm show looks like today. So that was, that was fun for me. Uh, Yeah. So day one, is innovations and state of the industry. Day two, Thursday, June 17th, is a focus on international business. Uh, trade also, trade and export also happens to be you know, a, a policy interest of mine, so really strongly encourage those involved in the agriculture industry to check out day two, where the focus is on international business. We have several panels there. Uh, one in particular that, that will kick off the day is the Canadian Technologies for Export panel. So we have uh, Redicop, Raven, PAMI, a number of panelists there that will talk about what it's like for Canadian technology to be exported. Can we continue to rely on Canada's reputation? Uh, What are some of the barriers that Canadian uh, developers of technology have to go through? Just an excellent uh, informative panel there. 
and a number of great speakers throughout the day. I've been talking with a Cheryl and Jolly Nagel, the host for Canada's Farm Show. Canada's Farm Show goes virtual June 16th and 17th. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Bossler. Continuing on today's Prairie Egg Wire, we're joined by Remy Goslin with the Canadian Grain Commission. As of August 1st, uh, 2021, canary seed will be designated as an official grain under the Canada Grain Act. And this is a major uh, development, particularly for producers uh, who will benefit from the same rights, uh, services, and protections on their canary seed crop as they do on other regulated uh, grains. And and some of these uh, Rights and services include the right to have their canary seed assessed for grade and dockage uh, following um, official uh, grading standards at the time of delivery. It also means that they have the right to dispute their grains assessment at a licensed primary grain elevator at the time of delivery uh, through subject two. Um, a big one as well is uh, payment protections through the Canadian Grain Commission's uh, Safeguard for uh, uh, Farmers program. So uh, their transactions will be secured. And then finally, uh, they will also have access to no-fee quality assessments as part of the Canadian Grain Commission's uh, Harvest Sample Program. So it's a major development today. And what uh, led to the change? Well, I think that, uh, you know, there were some very public um, uh, insolvencies and failures of uh, grain handlers, particularly in, in Saskatchewan, and the last one that comes to mind is Ilta Grain. Uh, a couple of years ago, um, uh, 2.1 million approximately of uh, canary seed transactions were left unsecured and producers unpaid. Uh, so there was uh, key concerns there. And in response to those concerns, the CGC cons- uh, launched a consultation. And with support from the minister, we were uh, uh, able to uh, implement these changes. Why was canary seed left off this list previously? Well, well, uh, the Canadian Grain Commission looked at this issue about 15 years ago, I would say. There were a couple of consultations at the time, and there was just no consensus in the grain sector in terms of whether or not canary seed uh, should be uh, considered as an official grain. One of the key concerns there was added costs to the sector, but also that uh, canary seed was uh, more of a animal uh, feed type of grain and not necessarily essential to the quality assurance system. But this time around, uh, I, I think the sector came around. Uh, you know, there was 28 registered canary seed buyers in Canada, and 25 of them are also are already licensed by the Grain Commission. Uh, so, so additional costs to the sector would be minimal, and uh, it seemed to make a lot of sense to both uh, licensed grain companies and producers to move in this direction. Anything else to add here, Remy? The last point is to say that the, pro- the proposal is widely supported by grain producers. Uh, given that it would provide them with payment protection in the event of financial failures, and we're responding uh, to that concern. Will it impact farmers? You know, will they see any additional fees or anything? Or No, not directly. Like I said, uh, most uh, canary seed handlers in Canada are, are already licensed by the Grain Commission. There may be uh, a need for minor adjustments uh, to the security that's posted to the Grain Commission, but we're not uh, anticipating any significant costs. Uh, uh, compliance and administrative costs are expected to be uh, low. That was Remy Agoslin with the Canadian Grain Commission. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Knute. 
Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network.